listening to Joygasm, video game and movie podcast. I'm Ross, Xbox Live Toaster360. He is Steve, Xbox Live Stevenage. And it's time we finish him in episode 222, April 29th, 2021. This is going to be a shorter episode than most of what we do around here. We're actually going to be skipping our normal howdy duty time and going right into our topic of the day, which is the Mortal Kombat movie review. And we're going to divide it up into two parts. First part is going to be spoiler free. So if you want to get a high level understanding of what we thought of the film, you'll be able to do that without any risk. And then we'll take the spoiler elevator down to the blood-soaked floor where spoilers are aplenty. So if you haven't seen the film at that point in time, we suggest you pause us unless you don't care. With that said, Steve, welcome to the program yet again. Yes, you could say, get over here. Oh, you see what I did there, Russ? Yeah. (laughs) I nearly like shook my headphones off. That was violent, Steve. <laughs> that was very violent. It was. Russ. Mm. <laughs> but violence is okay, I guess, uh, in terms of Mortal Kombat. And tonight, or gore, maybe not. Maybe not violent. Well, I guess it could kind of go hand in hand. Indeed. So, um, was that movie rated R? Yes, it was. I thought so. It was rated R. And Plenty of F-bombs. Got to move it past PG-13. I must say that I'm actually glad that they, it got the R rating, that they were very, yeah. it seemed like they were in very intentional in getting the R rating. In fact, yeah. I was reading about how the initial cut of the film, and this is, this is actually a little sneak peek into mm. the uh, movie trivia that we have later on, <laughs> but the first cut of the film actually received an NC-17 rating. Woo! So they had to dial it back, had to Mm. tone it down a bit. But I I have a feeling that that they were secretly satisfied with that because it's Mortal Kombat. What would you expect? The last one was rated PG-13. That was a mistake. 1995. That was an oopsie-daisy. It was. Not not so bloody. That was uh, very, very tame. Well, especially compared to this one. Did you see that one? I did. No, you I did. You, we, we've been through this. You, ah. You've already said I hadn't seen it. I said, yes, I have. When, when did you? Never mind. Never mind. I saw it at my place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, that one. So that one wasn't very. Uh, that one, I think computer graphics were just starting to be a thing. Well, like, yeah. Oh. Like, you, know, you see Scorpion's uh, hand open and it's like has the. the yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, for its time, actually was... <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty impressive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Not bad. From uh, from your high-level uh, perspective of this particular film, though... From the up here's? From, from the bird's-eye view. Caw, caw. What More did like you think? Dove. It is kind of like... Or is it a bat? That <laughs> ain't a bat, right? <laughs> Too white to be a bat. Oh. <laughs> What'd you think? So, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought that, um, you know, I'm, I don't really know the whole lore, if you want to put it, sure. or the story behind Mortal Kombat, just a bunch of guys beating on each other and getting bloody, you know, kind of UFC style. And women too. With weapons. And otherworldly creatures. Right. Everybody's kind of, well, make each other bleed, you yeah. know? They have the, the bloodlust, Steve. Right. 
Um, so I don't know the story. I don't know where everybody comes from. Um, so I don't know if they did it correctly to the game versus wanting to branch out a little bit and take some creative libertas. I don't know, uh, but I'm okay with it either way because the last one day really didn't have a story, sort of. I mean, it did if you really wanted to microscope it, but not too much. Mm. This one, oh, and Scorpion, well, I know, I'll hold that one off. I'll hold that one off. I don't want to give it away. Anything we're doing. But things were a little bit different than the previous film. This one looks like it's, well, obviously kind of setting it up for maybe a series. Oh, possibly. yeah. Like maybe just not have one film, but uh, maybe maybe a few different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the fighting I thought was good. Music was kind of passable. Um, gra- the, the graphics, the CG. The special effects. Special effects I thought were better. Um, I mean, you know, you see, uh, what's, the, what's the forearm guy in the- uh, Goro. Goro! You see him in the preview. That's not really a spoiler, Russ. You, you already know he's going to Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. He's in the trailer. Um, he was okay. I thought actually he would be a bit better, but that whole fight sequence, um, you know, so-so. What I, mm, I'm not sure if I'm- if I really care for the main character as much, he seemed to be kind of the blandest of the bunch, I think. I'm mm. not going to say who it is until we get into the elevator. Mm-hmm. 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 But um, so a lot of the other characters, I think, were more interesting than him. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'll, I'll end it right there, Russ. What do you think? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a fun film. I think that it did the, the the game series justice in its own way. Mm. I was struck with the more mature approach to the film, not necessarily like with all the violence, because I mean, obviously that was actually a bit more serious, but it doesn't, in terms of the storytelling, like it wasn't like totally stoic and serious and that sort of thing. But right. I, I appreciated like how the film started out and where it was leading to. There were some moments in there that definitely had kind of like the, the cheese factor in there. But it's Mortal Kombat. So honestly, it's not right. like I was surprised. It's not going to win a, an award, you know. Right. Best picture. I did, however, uh, was satisfied with the selection of the combatants on both sides. I thought it was like a nice mix, a nice variety. That's something that we kind of talked about when we saw the trailer is we weren't sure how many characters were going to be in the film. Right. And you you were saying how you hoped it would not be too many just because right. there'd be too many backstories to tell. Right. And you would actually honestly prefer to have it be like that because then it opens the door to sequels. Right. And I think that they did that perfectly, honestly. I don't think I would want any more. I mean, like, I think the the game uh, fan in me, like the gamer fan, wanted to see more characters just because, of course, it's just fun to see the you know all, all the different characters sure. in the game and that sort of thing. But I felt like it was it was a healthy bunch, and I enjoyed the different fight scenes. Uh, that, that definitely had some fatality moments in there where I was like, "Ooh, oh, they're showing that." <laughs> but at the same time, too, there was a lot of the the kind of the martial arts showmanship and that sort of thing. So I was I was pretty pleased about that. I was really struck with the music too. I was not anticipating that I'd be a fan of the the orchestral arrangement. I figured it'd just be kind of like a lot of techno or something like that. No, it is a completely orchestral arrangement, which I think is um, it's a bonus. Honestly, did you like the music? 
I didn't really, I didn't find it really that great. I mean, I, it wasn't bad per se. It was just, I think too much in the background. Sure. Um, it wasn't really in the foreground. I, I, I kind of dawned on me that like, Oh, there's something playing back there, but it, it didn't uh, strike a nerve. Didn't give me goosebumps, you know, and no one was shouting mortal Kombat and doing dubstep in the background or anything. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> anyhow, no, I, I, I did. I, I thought it was passable, the music. That wasn't really that crazy. Well, speaking of music, Steve, step with me into the spoiler elevator. Ooh. Why are all the walls soaked in blood in here, Steve? Yeah, Russ. Watch out for the intestines on the floor. You could slip. Yeah, I think the doors are laced with uh, barbed wire. Possibly so. You know, Steve, I have a question for you. Yes, if you I, were, yes, my hat does have a blade on the bill. No, 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 no. Steve, if you were a combatant uh -huh. in the world of Mortal Kombat, what would your uh -huh. fatality be? Well, it, when you heard the famous two words, finish him, what would your fatality be? I'd probably uh, headlock somebody down and then yell in their ears so loud. The eardrums would explode and they would die. Lame. I'd be like, Okay then. We have reached the spoiler floor. So. As a friendly reminder to all of you, if you haven't seen the film and you don't want to hear spoilers, we suggest you pause this. Otherwise, let's continue. Okay, so one of the things that I want to talk about is the beginning of the film. I really enjoyed how the film starts yes. out in the year 1619, ancient feudal Japan. Was it 1619 or 1617, Russ? Mm, I thought it was 1619. Hmm. And if it's not, then that means it's just two years off. If you thought it was 1617. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's two years going to make? Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me they're wearing the same kind of clothes and yeah. going out for uh, water and everything else. Same right. old, same old. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I got honestly a little teensy bit of the last Samurai vibes, partially because the same actor was. Yes acting as Scorpion in the film. And uh, and it was really cool. I, I was glad that, that we got to see more of his mortal life. Right. More of the normal family man thing. He uh -huh. looked to be like a type of samurai or ninja type. He was right. definitely part of a clan. A little, little rich. Maybe he had his own compound. Well, I think he was the head of his clan. So. Well, a little bit of the old dough. I think it was nice to see that uh, maybe Scorpion was on the good guy's side. Because I think when you think about or at least when I think about it, I think that Scorpion as the bad guy. You know, he's got like the fire, fire, the skull face. He rips his, you know, yeah, mask he's, he's, off. He's pretty intense. Um, Absolutely. Sub-Zero is more just, you know, I'm a cool guy. You just, you know, <laughs> have ice and stuff. You want a snow cone? <laughs> <laughs> Tasty party Try trick, it. and I think he was a good guy. Well, I forgot it's been too long, but I thought he was a good guy. I uh, in the first 
1995 Mortal Kombat. But anyway, in the, even in the game, it looks like Sub Sub Zero is more of a good guy. Scorpion's more of a bad guy. What do I know? I don't play it. Um, so you tell me. But in this one, he's a good guy. Yes, he he definitely is more of a protagonist. Although you know, I I wouldn't even necessarily say he's a protagonist in the film. He's kind of more of a neutral character because. We even though we see he's got his family and everything else, and that that sets us up to feel sympathy for his character because he has this this awful death and and it, um, it's almost like you know hell itself consumes him and, and he just hell spat him back out. <laughs> anyway, so I, I kind of view him as more of an anti-hero or more of a neutral character at least in in this particular story, hmm. but. It was really cool to see the rivalry or not. I mean, rivalry is kind of a, a weak term yeah, in this regard. It's more of like uh, warring factions, but mm. I love, I love seeing like the mortal version of sub zero and the mortal version of Scorpion, even sure. though sub zero seemed to be already kind of in that supernatural state with all of his ice and everything else. It wasn't like he was just mm. a, a ninja or working for his particular clan or the head of his clan or whatever else. Right. So, but I, I definitely enjoyed the, the fight that was going on back then. It helped to set stuff up and it, it made the characters not one dimensional because I think that's one of the dangers with these types of, of films that are based off of games, right? Is like if they instantly go to all the stuff that people are expecting, then there's just really no, Meat and potatoes, if you know what I'm saying. And I am hungry. Are you? I am. Hopefully you had dinner. Maybe. Going on from that, though, it right. then fast forwards into the present. Uh -huh. And we're, inter we're introduced into uh, a multitude of different types of characters. What did you think of, like, the main protagonist? I mean, I think the actor is fine. I think he's actually... There's a Netflix show. I'm trying to think of it, but I didn't never saw it. But I remember seeing him. Like, he's... I mean, he is a martial artist, but he's in this Netflix show. I got to look it up. But Or you can. Anyway, His I... His name is Louis Tan. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I, I thought he was fine. Fine. I thought he was scripted just rather weak. I thought that, you know, his lines were kind of generic. Um... Uh, he just really didn't do anything. I mean, he, he didn't. He, he was, was Shatterstar in Deadpool 2. I didn't even know that. Shatterstar. Remember when Deadpool kind of puts together his little motley crew of characters? Uh-huh. And he calls them X-Force and they all kind of instantly die. Sure. It's been a <laughs> minute. Actually, I think I, I have Remember that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. They're in the helicopter and like they're going on a mission and then right. like the whole thing just goes awfully wrong. Right. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he was sorry. What was, what was his power, ability, whatever? Shatterstar. Oh my goodness. I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, it's not luck because that, that, that was uh, Domino. Right. Shatterstar. Oh, that was definitely a different actor, actress altogether, Russ. I uh, leave it in the comments section below. What was Shatterstar's power? <laughs> Shatterstar is not a character I follow. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so uh, no, but I, I just thought he was rather rather bland. I mean, uh, I think everybody else. I mean, Sonya, uh, Kano, uh, everybody had better lines than than he did. So I don't know. I was, I think the movie really wanted us to like him mm -hmm. or maybe he was more like neutral 
you know, not so emotional, not so tough guy, not so whatever, because I think a lot of people, or, or at least the, the folks who made the movie, wanted the majority of people to get behind him, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, he was a bit more of like the, the classic hero's journey character where he was introduced to this world. He didn't know anything about it. Everyone else knew either knew about it or was already in it. And so the audience, as a result, gets to bond with that character and because um, you have that commonality of you're both discovering this stuff together. Right. However, I agree. I think that Cole Young um, was kind of... It's tough because Scorpion is one of the most popular characters in the game. Right. Ever since the first Mortal Kombat game. Everybody knows Scorpion. Everybody loves Scorpion. He's just great. Get over here. What's interesting is that there are... the. It's kind of a double-edged sword in the sense that it's really, really cool storytelling that he's the, the direct descendant mm. of Scorpion, right? It's like, mm. oh, okay, that's... Mm. Is I that like true that. in the game? I don't know. I'm not... I'm not. Come on. Don't you have it? I have the game, but I don't follow all the lore. I just go in and I fight. <laughs> Disappointed. This is not a role-playing game, Steve. Mm. All right, fine. <clears throat> However, at the same time, even though that's a cool storytelling um, element to the, the whole thing, uh-huh. I feel as though his character never got the opportunity to really shine. Like, I think during his Goro fight... I think that that was actually um, that was a fun moment because we got to see the, like his armor manifest itself and he got his weapons and it's like oh okay the, well, let's, let's see what, what let's see what the kid's made of yeah I but I didn't really know what I mean I guess he was like his skin got tough or something or like I mean because well, he, he, he had some sort of armor that like yeah kind of manifested itself on him like yeah. he was uh but yeah that was that was his arcana I think is what they called it. Uh, I, something. They're, they're, they're fighting. They're trying to discover what their power was. Are there, mm-hmm. are, I think I don't think they said Arcana, Arcana. Uh, maybe I'm not sure, but I do think though. Okay, so you're you also introduced something else about the storyline itself that I think was good. I think you know when you're putting together a, a film that's based off of a fighting game like this. One of the things, especially when when it comes to Earth Realm or the Outer Realm, like okay, how are we going to have this work in such a way that the audience will buy into it. And I really liked the the idea that there was some sort of like um, skin, uh, not a, not birthmark, but like some sort of like uh, alteration somewhere that basically, I mean, it, it looked like the dragon logo of, of Mortal Kombat, but, sure. it, but it wasn't so heavy handed in terms of like, you know, oh, here's my temporary tattoo of my, yeah. Here's my rubber stamp of uh, the dragon. Look at that. I'm chosen. Like, hey, why'd you do that to me? I don't want to fight. It's like one of those <laughs> things where like, this? you're trying to get into like, like the club and you got like the rubber stamp on your hand. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad it wasn't like that. Oh, sweet. But I do think it's cool because it has that element of fate, right? Man versus fate where like you, oh, you have the oh. mark. And so therefore your purpose, whether you realize it or not, is that you're going to go and you're going to fight on behalf of Earthrealm. <laughs> your purpose, just probably to die a nasty death, <laughs> should you like it or not, uh. is set in this direction. Well, and, and I think that it was fun how they were playing with the different scenarios, right? So like Sonya Blade, for instance. We know yeah. Sonya Blade is um, a, a stalwart character from the lineup of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, sure. 
However, I like the idea of how she did not have the mark. Right. And how she was almost like in pursuit of the mark. She she was fighting someone else and somehow something <laughs> wrong happened. Ooh, 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 give me the mark. Give me the mark. Yeah. Give me the mark. <laughs> and then instead it was like, like the mark went over to Kano. And so she was kind of salty about that and rightfully so because she wanted it. She earned yes. it and she didn't get it. But I think it's cool how like, so that's her story, right? Like she, she wants to be able to get in on the whole thing versus um, Cole, right? Yeah. Cole Young, who um, he's had it since birth, but he never knew what it meant. He just figured it was a birthmark. Um, I think Jax had one as well. And they, they just you kind of allude to this sort of thing. One of the things I also was happy about was how it wasn't like they came into the, like the whole tournament knowing how to fight and do all this stuff, how there was this process in place where they had to train and essentially awaken this type of um, ability. Uh, yeah, like, like special have. ability within them. I think that's actually pretty cool because, again, it's not instant gratification of like, oh, I'm Kano, I have this like weird laser beam somehow that comes <laughs> out of my eye. I was really happy with how they each had to earn it. They had to find it within themselves. Yeah. Um, due to some sort of, you know, in a way, it, speaking of Deadpool, it does kind of remind me a bit of Deadpool because uh, if you remember the the first film, they, they were trying to activate his mutant cells within himself. They weren't sure what was going to happen. And so they, they were basically like causing t tremendous amounts of pain and torture and life-threatening situations. So it's kind of funny how there is a bit of that parallel between the two. Sure. Yeah, no, I... um. I, although it kind of didn't make sense to what was his name, Kun Lao or something with the hat, because mm -hmm. even like even uh, Kano was saying like, okay, I, I'm gonna my power is gonna be a like a hat I can throw to sort of thing, and I thought like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I mean, everyone's got a power sort of thing except for him. He's just got a sharp hat that ricochets, kind of like Captain America's shield, but it's a hat. Uh, well, I mean, he's one of the most popular characters in Mortal Kombat, and I think it's more like technique over other things. I think that, like, mm. you know, if you if you think about his hat, like, it's this incredibly sharp blade around the outer edge that he like throws, catches, does different types of moves with. I mean, he could easily cut his hand off if he's not too careful. So there is that whole side of it. Sure. But um, I, I, for one, was glad how they also sequentially started introducing us to these different characters to get, get us used to them. It wasn't like they all kind of appeared and like we had to absorb all these different characters at once, even though we've played the game or <laughs> I've played the game. Yeah. So, I've watched it plenty. Um, but yeah, so that there was plenty of... Um, I, I think they used the exact same characters as they did in the previous movie because I know Sonya Blade was in it. Johnny Cage, of course, I think it was kind of swapped out with uh, Cole. Mm. Um, so it was Johnny Cage, it was Sonya, and it was Jax. I know... And, and Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Liu Kang? Yeah, Liu Kang is one of the, the mainstays. So, uh, I, mean, I mean, it was fine. They had the same characters again. Um, I kind of was hoping they would... Show me somebody new. I mean, Kano was in the other one too, also. Well, we did see some new characters. We did see, some, well, on the bad guy side. Yeah. Not on the good guy side. The new guy side are basically the same ones. Right. And I don't even know what Jax's ability was. I mean, he, I mean, they, yeah, they gave him the arms, but like, what was his real 
So they gave him the initial skeletal arm things for him to be able to just get around and do stuff. But if you recall, they really were not working very well at all. And then suddenly like his body bonded with it and, and turned them into like those uh, much stronger mechanical arms that he has. So like that, that was his thing is that his body bonded with the arms and then just got really strong. Well, like, like, I mean, he was already, he, he was very physically strong, but sure. like the arms themselves, I mean, th- those are some, I mean, th- think of like Terminator, right? Like if you have arms that basically are like these Terminator style arms, you're going to be able to, to p- cause a lot of pain. Lift heavy rocks. There you go. Right. Even though that causes you to lift with your back, make sure you lift with your legs. Yes. True. Yeah, he should get something for his back also. One of the characters that I was actually not expecting to enjoy as much as I did was Kano. Kano was probably one of my favorite characters out of the bunch, to be honest. I, I, it was so funny because like Kano is not a character that I normally play in the game. Hmm. And when I was expecting the movie itself, I was thinking, okay, this guy is going to be like kind of like this... Uh, annoying, obnoxious type of character. Yeah. You know, t- typical based off the persona of the game, that sort of thing. The dude was funny. Like, I was laughing quite a few times. There, there was some some clever script writing, and I it wasn't just the, the script by itself, but it was his delivery that made it so funny to me. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much... I mean, to me, it was almost like he was the main character. Or at almost. least he, he could have been the main character because like, when he was on the screen, we were like, okay, what's going to say next? I'm paying attention to him right. and not to Cole. Uh, I mean, I knew, I, I figured he would end up being a bad guy anyway. Um, I mean, I kind of figured out, okay, there's a, this you know thing going on with him and Sonya and she wants to kick his butt. She's just looking for the chance. And he didn't like getting his butt kicked by a girl. And so he's looking to get for a chance to kick her butt. And so I thought, yeah, that's, that's going to... Figure that was going to happen, you know, later on. There was a predictable there. A little bit of that. A little, little, little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, but his um, his buddy on the opposite side, the dude with like who looked like the Predator. Cabal. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy. He was pretty cool. Yes, Cabal is a lot of fun to play in the game as well. And I thought um, the, the, the film version of him was, was actually... Well done. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I really liked when he was fighting how they incorporated some of the visual effects into it because right. that is very much like when you're playing against him in the game, there's these types of moments where he's like super fast. He'll like get like show up behind you or he'll go on the other side and you're just like, what? You know, and I was glad he had his, uh, you know, his trademark weapons, his signature weapons. What are his weapons? I have no idea. I'm it's like a short sword and like a crowbar or something. Well, <laughs> I know it, it is a uh, a martial arts weapon, mm-hmm. and I I am terrible. Like once I go outside of like katana mm-hmm. or sai, yeah, I'm terrible at knowing. You are terrible. All of the uh, the different names of, the, of these different types of weapons, but it is a, a real world weapon. Mm. Okay, Russ. Indeed, it is, Steve. Pretty much anything could be a real world weapon. I don't know. Raiden shoots lightning. That's not really real world. <laughs> real world science. Possibly. Shang Tsung, uh, you know, sucks the soul out of you. Yeah, that's not a weapon, though. That's an ability, bro. It's weaponized. Mm. It's a weaponized ability. Yeah. I, you know, I think that I, was a good scene, by the way. Well, it was okay. I thought something else was going to happen. I mean, the guy just like brought him over, like, 
sort of, and are we going to kiss? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, what's up? I'm really close to you right now. And he just like just did a fatality, and that was it. And he didn't even like fight him. I mean, why? I mean, if that was the case, what he could have done that to everybody? Like, yeah, you're next. You're next. You're next. You're next. You're next. I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe he <laughs> exerts like, a lot of energy, and so he can't just do that to everybody. But that 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 person uh, left him a bit peeved based off of oh boy the progression that he was making. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a boss, mm. and he acted like a boss. That's what he did. He did, and I guess souls are green too. A little sparkly. Okay, so for me, like, I really liked that whole special effects sequence. I thought it was really cool. I didn't yeah, think it sure was lame was. or anything. I no, thought that yeah. it was nice how, like, it was like the sense of dread where, like, uh-huh. it wasn't just like, <laughs> oh, I got it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that, that was a lot of fun. Melina oh, also was, was, it was cool seeing her on screen. However, I was disappointed that we didn't see enough fighting from her. Was she the one who, who was... She uh, had the size. The size. Exactly. Your blood is not from the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did like how... Yes. No, you know how she like... She like vanishes <laughs> in that cloud. You're like, you're like on the verge of dying. You're like... Ah! It smells like a fart all of a sudden. Like, that's my humility. <laughs> Beef. Nightcrawler? <laughs> so... Yeah, who, what is her name in the game? Which one? Are, who are you talking her, about? The, 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 Melina. The that's just her name. Yes. Doesn't she have like this huge like reptile mouth in the game? Well, okay. So it's diff- it's difficult to know which one you're talking Pop about. Quiz time. So Katana has something that's kind of like that. Huh. But Melina has that as well. Okay. So it... There are kind of a lot of the the more reptilian styled mouths mm. that have the sharp teeth and some you know a little bit of the old tongue uh, tongue action. action. Yes. Yeah, right. So it's right. very difficult to. I, sure, that's where I struggle, Steve. <laughs> that is where I struggle I most know. of the time when I'm playing. The ladies keep their masks on. No tongue for us. No. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. I recognized it. Somewhere in the game. And I thought, hey, they did it. Mm-hmm. Wherever that part was. Cool. <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but she was kind of past my, yeah, she was a cool fighter. I mean, she had the size and whatnot. I figured they, you know, at some point she would fight Sonya Blade. I thought she looked the part. Like, like she looked just like oh, the character sure, in the Russ. game. Yeah. But the problem is, is that there wasn't enough fighting in the game. Like, and, the, and the movie. I knew the, I, mean, the, I mean, I mean, the game has <laughs> plenty of fighting. Ah. Uh, um, yeah. But in the movie itself, though, I was a little d- let down because I wanted to see a bit more from her. Sure. And it's so funny because the film had a lot of these different fighting moments and a lot of these different bloody scenes. Right. However, I didn't feel like there was enough. Oh. If you think about it, so we get like the soul suck from Shang, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. That was gratifying. I yeah, like yeah. that. Wonderful time. I also enjoyed um, Kung Lao's uh, little fatality. Yeah. Hat saw thing with the lady. Who was the... Um, I have no idea. I've never seen that character. I don't know if that was just the for the movie or if it's a character that maybe I haven't unlocked or something. I have no idea. I have never seen mm. that character. That was probably the most gruesome moment was that particular fatality. Yeah. 
other than that, like what other types? I mean, you had uh, Liu Kang. Liu Kang's, you know, fiery dragon. Fire thing. You yeah. know, that, that was pretty cool. Sure. Um, well, you had Sub-Zero's. I mean, I think Sub-Zero, in one of the Mortal Kombat games, that doesn't need to tear someone's arms off. So in Mortal Kombat, like there are, ter- well, sure. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. Sure. The thing is, sure. is that like in the newer Mortal, Mortal Kombat games, they have, they're not fatalities, but like essentially like when you're like midway through fighting or whatever, you can do these things that basically really jack up a person's, like a part of a person's body, but they're still oh, yeah. in the fight. Sure. So I don't know if that is necessary. I have a feeling maybe that is, maybe that is a. I would say so. A fatality. I'm going to gamble that it is. Are you a gambling man, Steve? No. Mm. Tend to lose a lot at gambling runs. Oh. Like I do with checkers. Checkers sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew you were so salty about checkers. I hate checkers. I think I've never won a game of checkers in my life. Really? (laughs) I hate checkers. My goodness. Checkers can suck. Anyway, I was really looking forward to seeing more of it. I think, okay, I just thought of something that possibly could be a solution. Oh, for my sequels. goodness. Yes. So it goes a little bit against what they're setting up, which is like, you know, they're only interested in fighting the chosen, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. However, if we were to put that on the shelf temporarily and look at it for what it is, like, for instance, if they were in, let's say, like, like they were infiltrating Earth. Uh huh. They could be performing all kinds of their fatalities on like the hapless public. Ah, eh, that would be cheap. Yeah, they could do that, but it's just that would be come on. All I'm saying is that in terms of fan service, that would then satisfy like at least like each character getting one fatality type. So at least we see it happen. We're like, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Like, like at least we get a little bit of that in there. Because I feel like otherwise it's it's a missed opportunity. Like I wanted to see Melina's fatality. I wanted to see sure. Goro's fatality. Yeah. Like I don't want to see like a still painting of him going. <laughs> you know, I want to see the whole thing. So um, maybe that is something that that the uh, the director, whoever the um, the director is, <laughs> whoever that sequel. guy is, yeah. No, I'm saying for the sequel. Ah, yeah. Uh, perhaps they can they can consider that because it would be fun. I think if there's a lot of people, I think if there's a lot of of the Eric uh, the uh, the characters that were brought in, <laughs> I was gonna say the Eric Skarsgård, the, the, the Erickters. Um, <laughs> I think if there was a, like a ton of them brought in, then yeah, they would be. They would, and of course, the fans would want to see the fatalities, and then you would get your wish of them kicking them out on hapless people just oh my gosh and then even yay applause that's great when i think of injustice 2 the Mm. the way that that it starts out you have this attack on earth and there are people who are just getting pulverized (laughs) left and right they're not doing fatalities necessarily Uh uh-huh but uh yeah I, i think it's possible i definitely think it's a possibility what did you think of raiden uh, I thought he was fine. Um, I mean, the actor who played, was it Raiden or Raiden? Raiden. 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 <laughs> you see what I have to deal with over here? I mean, he was, I mean, he didn't really do any, I mean, he was throwing lightning around and stuff, which was That was fine. a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he didn't really fight. I mean, I mean they're probably leading up to 
a fight with him and uh, Shao Kahn. What's his name there, Russ? Well, the guy in the movie is Shang Tsung. Yeah, that guy. Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. is... (laughs) No, he's actually... Jack Black and said, hey. arguably he's he's kind of a, a little bit higher up than Shang the Song is, but uh, okay, yeah, he was not that. in this particular particular film. Particular is your favorite word, Russ. Particular, particular, particular. Every movie is particular. Every film. Well, every film is not by happenstance. There is a lot of particulars in a film. This is true. Um. Anyhow, and then there was um. Our, our predator guy, Cabal, he didn't have a fatality either. Correct. Yeah. He did not. That's unfortunate because I was looking forward to that. Jax actually had a fatality. Jax's whole, like, head I, crush. I can't reach you. I would, And be, that's good. I, I would just get one little finger on your nose there. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, the whole, like, Hulk smash on uh, the uh, outer world's ugly head. Yeah. That was a, uh, yeah, it's gross. Pretty nasty. Gross. So yeah, so the good guys got to do their fatalities, and thank goodness because they were kind of get their butts handed to them a little bit. Sonya Blade didn't uh, do anything. Yeah, she did. Well, she did something to the the lady. She, yeah, okay. Sonya Blade. Oh, you're right. How did she even find? I mean, she was like, okay, I got the mark, and because I've studied. I know my Arcana, and then she just like appears out of nowhere. Raiden's like, Raiden, my bad. My bad. It's like, oh yeah, finally, and like transports her right in there, and she goes, and then shoots some like that was very quick pink rings to the side chick. That was purple, uh, sure, which is a shade of pink, I guess. No. And then just he had like this big open wound. It was interesting her how her spine was there. still there. Yeah, like how does that still work, bro? Maybe maybe the that particular move is only good for flesh. Wasn't Sonya Blade? Maybe they changed her fatality. I thought her fatality was and this is maybe Mortal Kombat one. Didn't she like blow a kiss? And he goes, <laughs> and it was like the kiss of death or something. Maybe that was like a long time YouTube ago. it. It's probably there. I think I'm right, but that was a long time ago. But I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was I think they had her fatality. I think they actually did have their her, her fatality in the 95 movie. In the 95 in the 1995 version. Mm. I think they did. Okay. Yeah, they've actually incorporated a lot of different types of fatalities mm. in Mortal Kombat 11. Ah, yeah. Which is cool because now you have uh, more ways of dispatching your hapless foe. By the way, I didn't play that game for the longest time because I saw the the trailers and it was like too much. I was like, man, this is like, this is brutal. I, I've talked to friends about it too. Like when the game first out, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think a guy I want to. Didn't they? Mm. Well, in the game, we didn't like zoom up. Like if I like, uh, oh like yeah, punch you in the ribs, I heal the whole game would zoom up on the ribs and be like. Oh, there's a rib broke. Yeah. And in the, the graphics, I mean, they keep getting more and more right. real. So <laughs> I was pretty squeamish there. And really, I bought the game initially because I kept hearing all these great things about it. And I wanted to see just the how the game engine worked and what the graphics look like. And I mean, the gameplay is like super tight for a fighting game. 
So, but yeah, I, yeah, there's still, I, I, even to this day, I can only handle so much of the fatalities where I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop playing this for a while. <laughs> ah, anyway. Yeah. What did you think of how the film progressed? It was, you know, Shang Tsung is obviously trying to take over Earth Realm. That's kind of like the, the, um, you're talking like rinse and repeat. You're talking like how like first act, second act, third act, fourth act, third act sort of thing. More or less. I mean, I'm 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 thinking about the overarching story. Like obviously they're trying to come into Earth Realm. What did you think of of what was taking place? We see them uh, come uninvited to kind of like the shrine where they're training and stuff. Yeah. Raiden puts up this kind of uh, lightning force field. Force field. Which prevents them from from actually entering into the uh, the inner workings of the yeah, sanctuary. Yeah, electric fence of sorts, indeed. Yeah, just like, like what Cabal said. <laughs> <laughs> what point twenty one gigawatts? <laughs> what the hell is a gigawatt? Yeah, really. That's what Kano should have said. Yeah, <laughs> an Australian, an Australian That's a gigawatt, <laughs> mate. <laughs> No, I mean it, the I they had to really we had to show like well, the outer the world and the, and and the and the real world somehow. I mean, I think it was kind of corny, but they're what are they going to do? I mean, they have to display it somehow. My I, thi- oh, sorry. Oh, I thought no, I thought hey, you were done. No, oh yeah. Huh. Um, I did think it was kind of corny. Like they had to be on the most desolate place on earth where like nothing lives there's no green there's just like you you could be on the planet mars or something where there's nothing going on and like yeah that's where we're gonna rule because that place is bad yeah like you didn't want to be in a, like a nice temple somewhere or uh distraction steve okay you need to train around some place where there's no distractions looks like mordor not where they were. Maybe in the <laughs> outer world, yeah. <laughs> by the by, I that was one of the disappointments I had with the movie was I wanted to see more vistas. Particularly speaking... Oh, particularly. All right. That's your word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to have a particular jar right here. Every time I say it, I put a quarter in. <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say is, is in the game, we are treated to all of these different exotic locales and vistas that you do your fights at. And the backgrounds are just as much of of a star as the characters themselves. They've really put a lot of time, especially in Mortal Kombat 11. I love all of the environments on the backgrounds and that sort of thing. Yeah. It was unfortunate because like we have the training area in the movie, which I was excited about. It's like, okay, cool. Like this totally looks like a Mortal Kombat type of arena arena. Sure. Sure. However, we didn't really deviate from that. Like there were these like brief moments where like Raiden transported the the heroes to these different places, but we didn't get a chance to really thoroughly like admire or immerse ourselves into those different worlds or dimensions that they were in. And so it was kind of a bummer because I was really looking forward to having you know, these different types of fights. The other thing too is that from a storytelling perspective, I understand they wanted to create more tension. Sure. So they were talking about how if Earthrealm loses one more person, if they lose one more fight, then basically, you know, the, the outer realm will will come in and take over that sort of thing, which is like, ooh, okay, we can't mess this up. Don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah. However, 
it also closes the door on having like all kinds of different fights in different arenas, that sort of thing. And seeing kind of like this scoreboard, you know, more metaphorically speaking, where we're like, you see both heroes and villains um, beat each other and have certain fatalities and certain things happen and, and how like there are like different places that essentially host this mortal combat, if you will. So you're looking for more like arenas that you would see in the game. Right. Yeah. Like the one, uh, the Lucane one where he does his little scissor kick and then uppercut and then the guy falls all the way down to the spikes. That one. You've got to get updated. <laughs> he's all like, all he's classic. seen is like Mortal Kombat <laughs> one and maybe two. <laughs> You know the one with the gif where he's going, and you see the pixelated blood, the the three frames. (laughs) It was sweat, wasn't it? On the Sega Genesis? No, actually, the Genesis had real red blood. The SNES had green blood. No. No. Oh, well, maybe it was the Sega CD one, but there was sweat, like because all the parents are freaking out. So when you go, it would be like gray. And then you could put in a code, and then it would turn to blood. Thank you very much. We'll have to look this up. Yeah, look it up. I do know that by default, though, in the Genesis version, that's why the Genesis version sold so well, was that (laughs) Sega gave the go-ahead to allow them to use Red Blood (laughs) and the Super Nintendo because Nintendo was more family-friendly. And so you actually may be thinking about the SNES, Steve. I wonder if there's a code for the SNES to turn Mm. the blood from green to red. Mm. Something we shall have to look up. This is true. That's a, that's a lot of uh, fun nostalgia right there. Indeed. Good times. Anyway. Yeah. Any other thoughts about the film? You know, I well, I will say final thoughts. I would say that I was pleased with the film. I mean, were you, you, never, you never really knew what tickled? to expect. <laughs> um, and... They could have got. It could have been much worse. Let me put it that way. It, it could have been much worse. I come from not knowing where these characters are from or what. I mean, I'm, I come from a complete state of ignorance. I come from Earth. <laughs> come from California, and here I am. So I don't. I mean, I'm a I'm a noob at all this stuff. I don't sure. know where. So I, if you're a fan of the game. I don't know what you're really going to think of the movie because it did seem like from the little that I know that they took some creative liberties, which is like, again, fine. I'm okay with that. And as I said before, when we were watching the trailer, if they, if they introduce too many characters, they're going to lose a bunch of people because they're going to go, okay, what's that name? What's that name? What's that name? Okay. (laughs) Just a bunch of randos fighting. Okay. Got it. And they didn't do that. Mm. So I kind of, you know, I'm glad they, they chose, the number of characters they decided to introduce us to. And they didn't go above and beyond that. Um, and so they didn't lose me. I mean, I am already trying to struggle to remember everybody's name. But um, I think if there was any less, it would feel like, well, it's a bit substandard. They couldn't do any more. But I think if they did any more, it would be like, okay, uh, the other guy who was the other ninja and like the other color mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then it would it'd be a little bit more difficult. So I'm glad they chose what I did. It, it, it did seem balanced. There were there were some stuff that that I thought could be better, like you said, the the arenas. Um, I mean, everybody was fighting on a um, either a familiar 
scene that we had watched earlier the movie or it was on a like a, a dirt mat somewhere, mm. you know? Um, you know what I was was maybe what they'll do is they'll make a prequel and they'll show a little bit more of like Sub Zero and Scorpion, how they were introduced and fought pre this movie. Because they obviously had some history. Mm. I mean, Sub Zero just didn't go, oh, I, I hate that guy over there. I'm gonna go kill him and kill his family. You know, I didn't show up. I mean, they, they come from somewhere, Russ. They knew they knew each other. Well, yeah, they were warring factions. There you go. Warring clans. Yeah, but I mean, like two guys had sort of sort of sort of power. I mean, Sub Zero got it from somewhere. I don't know, Steve. See, prequel. Anyhow, I thought the the special effects were very good. Um, I'm glad they. And I can't say his name, but they that chose the actor to play Sub Zero, who was also. I mean, the guy's a martial. He's in tons of martial artist movies. The guy oh. knows his stuff, and I I did like that scene. I mean, with when he used the. It was basically a kind of a garden gardening dagger. Yes. And how that kind Wait, of... Wait, you're talking about Sub-Zero or you're talking about Scorpion? Scorpion. Okay. Um, and so I I, I, I liked how they, they chose that to be his, his weapon. And of course, that was his trademark. And he, when you look at the game, you know, he has the, the, the dagger and the chain or you know, the string oh, yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, and so, you know, you think, okay, that's kind of interesting weapon because everyone else has like knives and swords and batons and hammers and steel arms and whatnot, you know, but this guy has a chain and the dagger that, you know, whatever. And so anyway, I I thought that was cool how they showed that that to us. But so anyway, the movie did have its shortcomings. It's not perfect. I mean, we kind of figured that was going to be the case, but, um, you know, I, I, I did enjoy it. I would say, is it ratings time, Russ? Let's hold off on the actual ratings part because I do have some movie trivia. Well, I just give my final thoughts, Russ. Like I don't want to give it a rating. All right, well, go ahead, Steve. I would say, I would say three stars. Three stars. Well, let's see here. I will give my rating after the movie trivia. Whatever. Movie trivia courtesy of IMDb. Hiroyuki Sanada tried to prepare for his role as Hanzo Hasashi, who is also Scorpion, by playing Mortal Kombat video games. (laughs) Uh, You see this guy? He's you. Learn him, okay? Learn him. There's a quote here. He says, of course I was beaten every time, just losing and losing, he laughs, but I I kept at the game uh, to... Uh, or excuse me, but I kept at the games to keep learning the stories, the background, and the characters. It was so much fun. Awesome. That's really cool. Uh, Max Huang was a member of the Jackie Chan stunt team and would pitch ideas to make Mortal Kombat's choreography even better. He even used this background to uh, retrain himself when uh, adopting Kung Lao's martial arts style, which is very different from his own. Very interesting. The Red Band trailer has clocked in at 116 million views in its first week, becoming the biggest Red Band trailer of all time, besting the four-day mark of Logan from 2017 and Deadpool 2 of 2018. Congratulations, Ah. Mortal Kombat. The film was initially rated... Oh, this is what I was telling you about earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. The film was initially rated NC-17 upon first submission to the MPAA for graphic violence. 
Director Simon McQuaid later hired an additional editor to cut down several gory and brutal fighting scenes to achieve a commercially desired R rating. I wonder if there's going to be a director's cut. Is it MPAA or just MPA? It is the... I believe it is the MPAA, Steve. I believe it's the MPA. Is it just MPA? Or are there two different types of organizations? That is a good question, Russ, but I believe it turns out it's just MPA. Interesting. I think it was MPA. Well, it was the Motion Picture Association of America. I thought you were going to say it with me in unison. Apparently, you, you, did. You, you wanted to say it. So I, wanted I, to I, s- I let you have it, Steve. I wanted to say it with you. And now it's just the Motion Picture Association. With a little bit of the... Uh, <laughs> that would be so weird if that was what it was called. The MPAA, the Motion Picture Association. Uh, that's it. Trademark. Anyway, uh, I don't even know what the MPA, if it's just Motion Picture Association. I think it's what they do. Yeah. Moving right along, at 58 years old, Hiroyuki Sonata is the oldest actor to play Scorpion. The filmmaker shot on Outworld location and uh, fight at Black Hill Quarry. Mm. I don't know if it's Quarry or Quarry. Ah. Which is a black granite quarry in the town of Black Hill, ah. 112 kilometers from Adelaide. Uh, which I believe is in Australia. Simon McQuaid observed, quote, no one wants to go and shoot in the bottom of a disguised coal mine. But when you go down there with these beautiful Ultra Vista lenses we were shooting with, and you have these incredible actors in their costumes, you put them in this implausible location, and all of a sudden it becomes another world. I agree. Like, that was one of the things I thought was super cool. Like, some of the, the different... Once again, the the vistas that we briefly saw, like like when Shang Tsung was walking with some of his cronies, and it was clearly like uh, a place that just you don't normally see. I enjoy that. I think it's cool to be able to to, to visit places like that. It's honestly kind of a bummer that there wasn't any fighting in that location. True, because that would have been really really cool. Next movie. At the end of the film, Cole Young reveals that he is going to Hollywood to look for another fighter. We, we noticed that. That fighter is revealed to be Johnny Cage, suggesting that he will appear in the next film. When Sub- sure. When Sub-Zero removes his armor, underneath is a black ninja suit. In the Mortal Kombat saga, Bihan was killed and resurrected as Noob Saibot, the ninja who wore a black ninja suit. I did not make that connection when watching the movie, but I think that's really, really yeah, cool because I, I didn't make that connection either. Mr. I only saw Mortal Kombat one. <clears throat> I like ninjas. <clears throat> he is a, a character that has been with the Mortal Kombat staple now for ah. multiple generations of Mortal Kombat games. Steve. Isn't a reptile in a green ninja suit too, Russ? That would also be from the first Mortal Kombat game. Yes, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Get with the times, old man. I have one more here. Cole Young is first mentioned to have defeated Eddie Tobias in an MMA tournament. Eddie Tobias is named after Mortal Kombat creators Ed Boon and John Tobias, which is super cool. Those are the two OGs that started this whole, this whole thing, this whole charade, this whole shebang. Watched a bunch of gory movies, scary movies as kids and thought, yeah, this needs to be a fighting game. A lot of blood. Parents will love it. 
time for my concluding thoughts and reading. Ah, it's about time, Russ. I enjoyed the film. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it was definitely the best Mortal Kombat movie that we have seen yet. I think that they had a bit of an uphill battle just because of the fact that Mortal Kombat, in the traditional sense, it is a fighting game. It is sure. not something that is um, drenched in a ton of storytelling and whatnot. Blood, yeah. And no, it's well, it's, it's drenched in blood, Steve. Definitely. Right. De- definitely. Ah, oh, stop poking me. <laughs> So anyway, I thought that that was really cool. I loved how the movie set itself up for multiple sequels. I'm hmm. actually hoping that the movie does commercially well so that that way it will give the green light because I think there are, is a just a huge catalog of characters that we have not seen, we have not yeah. come across, have not been given the treatment hmm. of this particular approach what to char- the Mortal Kombat canon. What character do you want to see? What character do you want to see, Russ? You had a choice. I don't really have a... Mortal Kombat, I don't have a favorite character. Come on, Russ. Well, I mean, like, okay, so Scorpion and Sub-Zero were kind of, are kind of my go-tos. I've always enjoyed oh, playing as them. come on, Russ. It was a bit of a bummer that Raiden didn't fight in this movie mm-hmm. because Raiden is another one that's a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. But honestly, there are so... My goodness. There, oh, boy. <laughs> so many characters from the game. I know. I, but I think uh, you don't know because you haven't played the games, <laughs> moron. <sighs> You're just mocking me over here. Anyway, um, had some had a little bit of shortcomings here and there. I kind of anticipated that to happen. Yeah, uh, it's no surprise. But at the same time, I think this is a very good direction. Mm. I, I want to see more of this direction. Well, want to see more backstory. I think it'd be fun to be able to continue, maybe not necessarily with like Scorpion and Sub-Zero, but perhaps some of the other characters as it applies to more of Earth itself. I, th- You know, out, Outer Realm is cool too, but like I, for me, it really stuck with the opening of this movie where like we got to see Scorpion and Sub-Zero in more of like kind of their, their mortal... Uh, place, Mortal. so to speak, be- before they, they got into combat. You just couldn't resist, <laughs> could you? <laughs> As a result, I agree with you. I will give it oh, three stars. we're on a roll. We are on a roll. Two episodes Boy. worth of being simpatico with mm. our rating. Mono e air mono. That wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm where you'll find exclusive perks and early access to the show, not to mention it helps us continue doing what we love to do. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. Last but not least, you can do a search for us on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night. At 9.30 p.m. Central Time, we will see you next week.